You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to the Real Nurses of Detroit. This podcast is for patient education in a fun, interactive, unfiltered, conversational way. We are here to answer all of your questions and get rid of all of the myths you see floating around social media. I am your host, Nurse Practitioner V. Along with my nurse and doctor friends, we also want to apply our medical knowledge to real life. So keep listening to the Real Nurse of Detroit podcast. Sunlight crystallized and become night, dark like sexual chocolate. The children is our future, but they sell them and market them. Peddling melanin across seashores to the wicked. I'm just considered a human resource because I'm melanin rich. I'm a melanin bear. Melanin rich. I'm a melanin bear. What's up? Thank you for tuning in to The Real Nurses of Detroit. This is your favorite nurse practitioner, Nurse Practitioner V. I have um, a special co-hosts you know we're doing we're doing part two to the olympian mindset now who's in studio with me today chuck wilson chuck wilson do y'all know who chuck wilson is i said that like they were supposed to know who that was right (laughs) y'all know what i ring my bell but they do now they do they do now who are are you i am chuck wilson and i was at eastern michigan university during the late 80s, early 90s. Class of what? Class of 91. Okay. And you are an Olympian. I was an Olymp- I was invited to the Olympic trials. Remember we talked about this on the last show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Chuck was on via- virtually on the show. Um, so I brought a couple more of my friends back. and Our friends. Our friends. Our, our family. Yes, yes. Our family. So I'm really excited about the show today because, you know what, we didn't get to some some of the uh, questions and the and the, the juicy topics last time we were supposed to be talking about performance enhancement. Performance enhancement, aka steroids, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that all? That's it. Okay, the doping, the controversy. Oh, let me tell y'all why I kept. You know, I'm shining on them today. I got my glasses on. I said I'm a diva. I'm kind of a big deal. I feel like. Shikari Richards. I'm channeling. Okay. She's kind of shining on people, right? Yeah, she's trending for sure. I think she has a, a great chance to go top four in the Olympics. Top four? Absolutely. I mean, we, you do have to look out for, what's her name? Dina from uh, Dina from Smith. Yeah. yeah. Asher Smith. Asher Smith. Um, who else? Uh, Jamaica, of course. Shelly Ann Frazier Price uh, yeah, it's, is, uh, is probably her biggest competitor. And that's simply because she's, what, three-time? You think so? Her biggest? Oh, absolutely. Wait. Absolutely. Um, Shelly Ann Frazier Price has run just as fast as uh, is Shikari or Shikari. She, she corrected us on national TV. And Ooh, I, and I can't yeah, yeah, I forgot. I'm sorry. I, don't, I think it's Shikari. Car- Shikari? That Car- that would sound, yeah, let's, we need to get that straight. Yeah, we do. But, yeah, she's run just as fast as Shikari. So, and she's a, she's the champ. Yes, she is a champ, reigning champ. And there's a lot of experience out there. That she, She's a baby. This is her first Olympics. Yeah. She, um, you know, left 
LSU early Mm -hmm. to go pro. I think she ran two years, I want to say, than the pandemic. So she would have been a junior, uh, which a lot of that. We talked about this last episode, episode 22. We were talking about how old everybody was when they went to their first Olympics. Everybody was between the ages of 17 and 21. And people don't realize how young. Yes. You're so young. So I was talking to one of the psychiatrists at work, and she's like, I want to know what goes on in the Olympic Village. (laughs) I said, okay, I'll ask him. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, yeah, sh- 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 uh, Shikari uh-huh. has a very good chance to come home, oh, come away with the gold. Here's the thing, though. With the gold? Absolutely. Ah. Absolutely. Right now, her she doesn't know what she doesn't know. Absolutely. And I think she does. A lot of young runners like myself run um, a we run based on our competition. So I'm not going to – I mean, the the only thing I see with, wrong with her race, she has mm-hmm. a horrible start. She does. She does not come out the blocks very fast, but Shelly Ann is powerful out the blocks, and she accelerates. And usually, you know, they, you get up to your top speed about 50 meters. Right. She waits until 60 right. meters, right. but then she pulls away. So I, I haven't seen anybody – and I've been watching her since 2019 when she was in high school – and she's been a beast for a very long time. She's always been this fast. I haven't seen that kind of top end speed. Now, don't y'all she's start right, Don't y'all start writing in and calling in when I say this. But mm-hmm. I haven't seen that kind of top end speed. And by top end speed, we mean we mean what we're saying is that she's a runner that slows down slower than everyone else. Slow. So often. You think that, oh, someone has a kick. It's not a kick. It's just that certain people can slow down slower, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense, than other people. Since Flojo. We're going to talk. We're going to come back. Oh, Harold said, excuse me, she ran a 10-6-4 at the trials. Yeah. And Frazier runs a 10-6-3. Let's, let's go ahead and bring our guest in here because they corrected me in the DM. <laughs> and I don't. <laughs> and you I want them even, to do that. You, you want them to do it live. Do say it. it with your chest. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me introduce, uh, let's see, our first guest. Our first guest. Who, who's going to be our first guest? Uh, we're going to go with Harold Reed. Is our first guest. I had to bring Harold on here. It's too many Geminis, first of all, on this show. Let's start there. But I'll tell you, I had posted this thing on, and Harold knows. Me and Harold go way, way back. But I posted this picture like in Gemini season, everybody's cracking up. We're happy. We're having a great time. They're they're funny. You guys are hilarious. And then cancer season started, and everybody's crying. <laughs> What's up, Harold? But this is What's Harold. going on? What's going on? Harold is our 400 hurdler. We're going to bring in all the hurdlers Uh-oh. for a certain reason. You're, we're going to get to that topic in a minute. There's a couple of topics we're going to be talking about today. But Harold ran the 400 hurdles at EMU, um, timing it around 51 seconds, which is it's fast. moving. That's fast. Right? So that's what uh, when you see Earl Jones up here. He was saying everybody was going out in their first lap of the four, 800 at right. a 50, 51. Right. Harold was jumping over 16 hurdles, and he'll still 50. keep up with That's right. Earl Jones. That's right. That's kind of fast. I, you know, I like that perspective. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I had to. That was all right. Yeah, less than a minute. All right, V, go V. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Harold? What's going on? How's everybody doing? Good. I'm so glad you're able to come through. 
Happy to be a part of it. Happy to be a part of it. Of course, got to support the EMU family, you know, and, and all the EMU Eagles that have uh, qualified for the Olympics, you know, which is great carrying on the tradition. Absolutely. And speaking of that, let's bring on two more of our guests um, from the EMU family. Our next um, guest is Aisha Scott. She's also, she's a heptathlon lead. Is that how you say it? Heptathlete. Hep, heptathlete. And I'm going to let her tell you what that means. Because that's a whole lot of. I'm not sure if Aisha, Aisha's there, but she's not there. She's not there. She's there. <laughs> she got her camera off. She got to hit the. It's okay. The she don't. Oh, because her camera's off. Aisha, can you hear us? Looks like her mic is off. Aisha, if you can hear us, unmute your mic. She may have stepped away. Who's your uh, next guest? Okay, our next guest is. You got to put some respect on his name. Coach. He's a head coach of the EMU track team currently. Uh-oh. Sterling Uh-oh. Roberts. Uh-oh. He's also a 400-meter hurdler. Don't get me to lying now. Correct? I, I don't know about that anymore. I mean, that was back in the day. <laughs> now, let me tell y'all, because back in the day when we were in school, that – I don't want to, you know, give away my age because I got this baby face and I got a reputation to keep up. But I'm class of 2004, and at practice, all we did was laugh. I don't. I think we ran a little bit. I didn't even see you, Sterling. Where was you at? I was always in the background. I was just a quiet kid doing my thing. You know what I mean? Trying to keep up with Harold. Oh, oh man. <laughs> so nah, Harold was the guy. So Sterling, you and Harold, you all ran together. At EMU. We all did. Yeah. Oh, yes. you all did. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. the elder statesman on the call so far? What? All right. Yeah. I, can, I, I mean. I can work with that. I mean, Earl Jones is probably. Yeah, the, he's not on yet. Not if we can get on. We need somebody help Earl. Somebody got to call him and get him together. Okay, so let's go into, let's go right into the first topic, and hopefully we can get Aisha back on. Um so this is a controversial topic and I want to just put a disclaimer that this is not, you know, you, it is Pride Month as we all know because it's everywhere. Like literally everywhere. And it's almost like a marketing tool for a lot of companies right now. But I say that to say because there's a growing number of transgender women that have signed up or trying to qualify to compete in the Olympics in different in various sports, including, which I think the most controversial, and you probably heard it in the New York Times last week, uh, is um, CC Telefor. Is that how you say the last name? Great job. So CC stands at 6'3 in height. So I want to talk to Sterling and Harold, and if we can get, can we try to get Aisha up here too, and see if you guys can tell us, is there an advantage with a man running in women's hurdles race? Is there an advantage at all? Let's go to Sterling. Man, I think obviously there's some biological advantages. My my wife and I were actually uh, just talking about this the other day because obviously with the trials, there's some things been coming out. Um, I mean, obviously the, the testosterone, the hormones, I mean, there's certainly some advantages. It's just I, I don't know where you draw that line. You know what I mean? Like 
uh, it's definitely a, a sticky situation, you know, for all all involved. Yeah, I would I would definitely kind of layer on to that. Um, I think that it's there are advantages and then there are disadvantages, right? Because you know, on the opposite end of the spectrum, you have some uh, women athletes who have an an imbalance of testosterone, right? And when you when you when you kind of combine those factors um, in different ways, you don't know what you're going to end up with, right? So there might be someone like this this individual CC um, who would race. Does she stand a chance against Shikari? Does she stand a, a chance against Shelly and Frazier? If she beats both of them considerably, then you say, well, she had some she has something that they don't have, right? Um, and then that makes it that makes it difficult. So the way that I see it is that there's categories for all individuals who participate. Um, we have the Paralympics, we have the Olympics, and if there's a category where transgender individuals can go against one another, I think that would be more fair and more balanced versus them all competing on the same uh, platform. Because as you see in high school, those individuals are blowing the competition out of the water but it's also because they have an advantage in some fashion or form whether that be strength or whatever it may be Um, but i think personally i think it should be a category versus kind of lumping them in with with everyone that that makes it that makes it difficult it's hard to really say i'm not saying that they don't deserve the the opportunity to compete but i think it's hard to put them on the same playing field Absolutely. I have to agree with you. Um, I will say this. And again, this is not meant to offend anybody. This is just fact. I'm just speaking from a biological standpoint, from a medical point of view. Um, Whether you have the outside plumbing or not, um, women do not have prostates. So even if you were to have a gender reassignment, I still you still will be at risk for prostate cancer if you had that in your family. So there are certain things that I still have to test you for. And your testosterone, which is one of the banned um, uh, prohibited drugs, um, is natural in men and women. But women naturally have 15, which can go low or high, around 15. In order to compete in the Olympics, the men have to have it their testosterone lowered to five. But it still keeps physiologically, you still have an advantage, even if at five. That, that means they're taking birth control pills and other hormones to lower it. Now, with Cece, she was disqualified just recently and that was like front page news and today they're running the 400 hurdles in the trials today so that's why it was big time because all year she's been marketing i'm going i'm doing this for transgender youth but just real quick cc went through gender reassignment i believe in 2018 um running for a small d2 school in 2016 and 17 that's when, uh, okay, so it's hard to describe. With I don't want to offend anybody, but Cece was, I forget the um, her name prior to. Doesn't, she doesn't refer to herself prior to, but um, she was ranked at that time as a boy, was ranked 320th amongst other men in college. After the reassignment in 2019... I, which I believe was 
her last year, she won NCAA in the 400 hurdles in 2019. She's the reigning champ because we haven't, with the pandemic, we haven't right. had it until this year. Right. Reigning champ, 400 hurdles as a woman. So there has to be some type of an advantage. Has to be. Now, um, I wanted Aisha to get here because she really has all the stats down. Because there's steps in between each hurdle um, that are different from the men. Like, for instance, in the 100-meter um, hurdles, there's 100 meters for women right. in so many hurdles. While men run 110 meters. Right. The height of the hurdle is also two notches higher from high school mm. and college. Now, in high school, we run 300-meter hurdles right. in, in Michigan. Right. As far as in um, college level and above, it's 400-meter hurdles. So those steps that you take, because guys are not, usually the hurdlers are a little bit taller. Right. Those guys are pushing 6'1 and above. About 6'1 and 6'4 is the average hurdler as a man. Right. Most women are not, we're not six feet. Like, I'm tall for my age, or for, my, for a woman, right. and I'm 5'7". The right. average height of a woman is about 5'4". Right. Average height of a man is about 5'9". Yep. So most of your college athletes, when you see them, you be like, oh, yeah, you're a big boy. Right. Think about LeBron James. He's like 6'9", 6'8". So, of course, with basketball, you have the bigger stature. Um, you're not going to see a 6'8 woman. Right. Hey, V, yes. I got a surprise for you. Okay. There's hi V or hi Aisha. Aisha, I'm sorry. Sorry, we're having some technical difficulties, but it's, welcome. I do apologize and thanks for having me. Yeah, I no, had to switch out computers because I'm like, this is giving trouble. No problem, no problem. So Aisha, you had all the stats about how far are the hurdles. What's the difference in hurdles with men versus women in the 400 meters? Well, the 400 meters, the hurdles and them is first is a lot shorter. It's like three holes versus the men is five holes in there. And in addition to that, it usually is like 16 steps, but they're adjusted between 16 to 14 steps based upon the person's, the athlete's speed and, you know, how quick they could snap and go over. They, 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 I would say their momentum. That's what I would say. The momentum. The momentum. It, it's adjustable because I would say they will start off running a certain speed, um, and a certain amount of steps in between the hurdles. But as time progressed, like the last 100 when, you know, you're you have those, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's like, but, so you're talking about like in the 100 or the 100, uh, I think the 400, I'm speaking about the 400. But what the I said, equivalent to what you're saying is like three-stepping. Three-stepping in 100 is like fast, right? Well, it, well, that is the, the norm in the 100 meters. The 100 meters is three steps to try to hit in there. Um, usually, if you go be um, less, um, more than that is usually you'll say beginners, but long as you have that, that, that those, you know, the experience is pretty much three steps and attack, you know, and let's go with the flow with it in there. So yeah, definitely. Um, so that's if how you were, you're a heptathlon. So tell us what that means. Or heptathlon. Heptathlon. Yeah. So heptathlon oh. athlete is like they do seven events. And the seven events consist of the 100-meter hurdles, the 800, the 200, the shot put, the traveling, um, the high jump, and the what, – what else? The 100-meter 100, the 100 hurdles, 200, the 800. Oh, and the 800. They do an 800 at the end. And then they, they pre, pretty much, based on each event, 
to calculate like points. And then with those points, that's how to determine, you know, where you rank at and what place you at in the events. Okay. So you, you're well-versed in knowing the, the hurdles. That's, I just want to make sure that people know that you know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> But um, okay, so let's go. Mm -hmm. Let's go back. So we were talking briefly before you came on um, in general about um, uh, Cece, who was disqualified because basically hormonal levels of testosterone was not below the five. Uh, it's it's less than five for men testosterone levels, and it has to be for over a year, and that's per the World um, Health um, not World doping. Health Organization. It's a World Doping, doping. Association. Close, close enough. Yeah. So I think U.S. track and field is the one who disqualified right. her right. after this change. So and and just pause real quick because I got to give Sterling his props. Sterling, are you still in Hayward right now at the Olympic trials? No, I, uh, geez, when we get back, I think we got back like two days ago. What was uh, it like? So, so yeah. What was it like? You had how many athletes make it to the Olympics? Uh, so we had two two post collegiate triple jumpers, Tori Franklin and Donald Scott, and then uh, there was a current Eastern Michigan high jumper who I don't I don't personally coach, but obviously she's on the team, uh, and she was out there as well. So congratulations uh, to those athletes! Congratulations, yeah, keeping congrats. the streak going. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What what, what is the streak, by the way? I think point. we've had um, 1960. We've, 1968. Oh. We've had, um, or is it 1960? 1960. Hey, it was 1960. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I didn't know what I was walking into when I signed to come to Eastern. I was like, no, what the heck did I? I didn't know so many. <laughs> like, it's just Olympians everywhere. Like, Earl Jones, like, what's up? I'm like, and they're like, do you know who that is? I'm like, nah, who is he? Like, <laughs> Fabian's running around the track all fast, and Clement's over there being Clement. And I, it's just so much, like, people. And, and I, I really don't think Eastern's track team gets enough props because we be winning. We really do a great job and go on to the next level, and we don't. Well, it, it's it's hard when you're in the same county as University of Michigan. However, True. with that said, EMU traditionally has always either held its own or or, or been just a notch above U of M in, in track and field. We now that's what people them. don't know. We always beat U of M. That's our like our rival because they down the street. Bring it, U of M. I I said it. Oh, why? Because yeah, your they, daughters that you no, know? not no, not at all. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I'm trying to be diplomatic on your show. Um, no, say it um, with your we, chest. We, we we didn't lose to Michigan. Never, we ever. Didn't lose to Michigan. I wouldn't even. I probably would have transferred to Michigan if we did. Yeah, we I got to be on a winning team. I don't lose. lose. We, we didn't. We didn't lose to Michigan. Say it so. louder. We did not lose to Michigan. Thank you. I didn't hear. And you. guess what? Let me add this. It wasn't a big deal when we beat them either. It wasn't. No. Cause they weren't really competition. I'll just say that. Well, I think I think when you think about it, um, when you when you look at Michigan, Michigan State, everybody else, you look at the totality of the programs, right? And you, you generally don't look at the track and field program the same way you look at the basketball and the football program. Sure. That's so people money. don't take they don't give you the same credibility when when you beat them because i mean like you said we beat them at michigan we beat them at eastern michigan we beat them in any any stadium you know when it comes to track but, but they're not in eastern the michigan 
Are they We've in the been a, dom- a dominant for- force. No, they're in the uh, Big Ten. What is it? I don't even oh, know yeah, the conferences Big now. Right. Yeah, they're in the Big Ten. Yeah, but yeah. So, but when we had those meets, those inner Michigan meets, it was always it was always us at the top. So yeah, we wasn't worried about yes. that. Yes, yeah, she said yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yes, yeah. Sterling. I agree, back. Harold. So I want to just go through uh, physiologically real quick the difference between men and women biologically. By this is these are just facts. You can Google it if you need to. Lung, they have lar- you guys men at birth have larger lungs and heart. You have stronger tendons. You have greater muscle mass that do not weaken and and denser bones. Um, Lower body fat as well, and that doesn't decrease with the decreased hormones. So you could give, te- mm. you know, I could, mm. and as you age, your testosterone is going to lower so, anyway. So say that, say that, that last point. Say that one more time. So there's larger lungs, larger heart, stronger bones, greater muscle mass, uh, denser bones, lower body fat that do not reduce with lower testosterone levels. So the basis, what what I'm trying to basically say, and I'm not going to read everything because I have a lot. If you can look up uh, the British Journal of Sports Medicine, um, there's no um, research base on why it's a level of five for this testosterone. There's no research to back up why they want them to have lower testosterone. So it's not scientific? Absolutely not. Okay. You have another guest in the uh, waiting room, just so you're aware. Okay. So I had a question V, um, for you. So with that being said, if you, is there any, and there may not be any, um, any research around this, but if you remove testosterone from someone, um, would that change anything biologically? You know, like, so say for, for instance, you had the five, right. And someone took it away where you had, and they got it down to two. Mm -hmm. What does that, based on what you just shared, those facts about the lung capacity, about the tendons, about all those things, that doesn't change, that, that, that won't change anything, right? You know, I, well, I'm asking, I don't know. I don't know if you, if you reduced someone who had high testosterone levels, so say, for example, um, Castor Semenya, right? Mm-hmm. She is uh, uh, a women athlete, uh, athlete that has, you know, I, I'm hard to explain that segment, but you know what I mean. Uh-huh. And she couldn't compete because at, cer- at a certain point in time after she had already won two Olympic gold medals, but she still, she was born a woman, right? Uh-huh. She had other parts, but she had raised testosterone levels. So they were saying that she was dominating, but she still was born as a, as a woman. I mean, at uh-huh. the end of the day, even though she had the X, they said she had the X and Y chromosome, but if you were to take away that testosterone from her mm-hmm. would that have impacted her performance overall um yes uh yes and no you really don't know what might happen but i will tell you this uh even men as you age your testosterone level goes down anyway and a lot of people that may or may not know um with covid a lot of the men that had covid had lower testosterone after they recovered now what happens is you'll have higher blood pressure you'll be depressed you'll be crying um you're you're it has to be a, a fine balance you'll get you'll have more 
fat on you. So as you see, men age, they're not in the gym, they're not sleeping properly, their sleep will be off. Um, there'll be higher rates of depression and higher body fat. That's why them them baller bellies, no, go get your testosterone check, my dude, because you might be, you know, and, and this is with you going to the gym, you will not put on any more muscle because your testosterone, your hormone is out of whack. So until you get the testosterone level back to normal, then uh, you you will not be, you know, that young 20-year-old that you envisioned. That, you know, how you are easily able to go to the gym, couple months, you back fit. No, you can't do it without that level of testosterone. So. So I have a question. Yes. Um, so, and this is a medical question. That's why I'm looking at you, V. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, testosterone is only one hormone. Absolutely. There's also human growth hormone as well, which in men is typically higher as well, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Mm-hmm. So even if you, let's say you, we, we, let's say we cancel out testosterone, there's still human growth hormone, which impacts athletic performance as well, correct? Absolutely. So the reason why I wanted to intertwine uh, this topic, because we can't talk about performance enhancement drugs and not talk about uh, because testosterone is the the major one. That's all the Olympic Committee is looking at as far as being able to compete with a gender mm. reassignment. That's all they're looking at. They're not looking at anything else. I see. They don't they don't care if the plumbing is changed. Okay. So essentially, to what I'm trying to show is that it's another way to cheat. So instead of injecting the testosterone, like, well, allegedly. Allegedly, Marion Jones and C.J. Hunter. C.J., her husband at the time, who was a shot putter, a heavier set guy, was accusing his wife at the time, Marion Jones, of human growth hormone, a lot of stuff, insulin, testosterone. And, I, you know, growing up, I was like, dang, she kind of shaped like a man. Like, she has no hips. She had no boobs. She just was just muscle and, like, cut. Like, she had an eight-pack. Now, mind you, most... Most of us have very low body fat percentage when we're okay. at our top um, top level of performance. Sure. So I'm not saying that all women who are muscular right. are on testosterone. That's right. not what I'm saying. It was alleged, and she did face jail time for lying, um, and the IRS questioned her and, and all kinds of stuff because of the accusation from her husband. Right. right. And that included testosterone. Testosterone, um, if you're going to use it, uh, is usually injected or it's in, in a cream. So so it's topical? It can be. I see. Androgel is called. Okay. So um, now we can also shift and talk about the 1,500-meter runner who was disqualified just recently. She's the reigning champ, and she said she ate mm-hmm. pork. Remember that story, Aisha? Yes. Yes, I do remember and yeah, but I also have a quick question I want to ask in there that, you know, this happened to Marion Jones back in the days, right? Mm-hmm. In there. And now they have, you know, um, these athletes that, you know, the transgenders athletes that running and competing. And I'm all for everything in there. But if they are competing and they have the testosterone level is that high or the t- they have that testosterone level in their, their body, um, because how they identified 
You don't think that um, now they should give Marion Jones back her medals? Ooh. That's you don't a think great... that might be a you don't think that might be up for debate or and something because that... now it's like um just just say just say no you can't do that you can't, you can't, can't do point, that so so, do that, so we have to know how it's uh judged so you have the governing body yeah. which is where okay so here's the other question which i don't like to answer a question with a question but <laughs> the world doping okay. agency and then the Olymp- is under the umbrella of the Olympic Committee. The International Olympic Committee? International Olympic Committee. Okay. And then there's another section, which is a court. It's the court. Um, but the same people that sit on the board, the same five people sit on all five, all, all three committees. So there's some conflict of interest going on here. So, and it's very political. Because different countries are sitting exactly. on here, especially Russia. Mm-hmm. Russia has historically been known, because Russia been kicked out since 2018, I believe. Mm-hmm. The whole team was doping. And then they were hiding urine in the ceiling so they could pass their test. Um, so that's why I was looking at the list of banned drugs, and there's, like, water pills on there. And I'm like, why is a – what if I got high blood pressure and I need my water pill? Because they it's were trying to agent. flush it out of their system gotcha. before the, they mm-hmm. had to drop. So it's a little bit different than college. College, um, you were in a lottery. Like, I dropped one time in four years. Did anybody else have to drop during their – I did. Five mm-hmm. times. I did. Yeah. Five yeah, times? I did. Mm-hmm. I did five times. And it's a little bit. That's, that's impressive, age. I mean, that's that's that, they do that early too, man. You you get up early. I'm early. Woke, yeah. woke me up, knocking at the door. <laughs> I couldn't even believe it. I was like, "Come on, man." I yeah, mean, there's a lot of little things that they be doing. Cause so, if you're on a water pill, guess what? You're going to the bathroom all the time. Right. So they want right. that first morning urine because it's the most concentrated. Mm-hmm. So what? Some so if you watch the Olympics, you'll see somebody come over to you as soon as you watch. Like, come on, come on, brother. Got to go. Right, you just won the race. Like, come on, let's go pee. Got to go. Right after you cross the finish line, like I bet you they'll get Shikari. I bet you, bet money they will grab her at the finish line. Oh, you celebrate great, good job. Now come with me, and they want you to urinate right then and there so they can right. catch you right. off guard. But what a lot of the the cheaters do, they urinate on themselves on the way to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, I'm just sweating. <laughs> Have, wow. have you? I mean, mm-hmm. some of you, for for those of you all that have been in those rooms are funny. Those those um, the the the, the drop rooms. They're, they're hol- funny. They're hilarious. Why? Because you can see people. They're nervous. What you nervous? They're about? nervous. Hold up. I mean, I was, you got what? somebody standing right next to you. Like I know for ours, like you couldn't just go into the bathroom no. and come out. You right hit like That's right. With, like literally. Where my hand is is where somebody's standing while you watching the you. Yeah. Are they looking at your was, G unit? Are they looking at you? Well, I was in a room with with some a couple of very well known people. I'm not gonna give their names on air because I don't want to I don't want to put them on uh, on blast like that. But um, I they were so for me it was I was trying not to laugh. You so and there's silly, nothing though. funny in the drop room, and I was sitting there trying not to laugh. Mm. So, it, but you know what though? I can see why you can be nervous because the 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 list ha- changes. So this list that I just posted um, is as of January of this year. So if you go back to the '90s, guess what was on the list? It's just a common over the counter thing. Sudafedrin. That's yeah, Sudafed. Right. So if you had a cold or some type of allergies and you took some Sudafed, right. 
guess what? You pop positive. You're that out of there. That was on our list. That was on our list. Cough medicine because it helps you to breathe. How about yeah, nobody? That's, that's really? That's still on the list. <gasps> that's still on the list. Yeah, cough medicine. Yeah. You couldn't have cough medicine whenever you know while we were competing. If you did, you you if you got tested, you were done. Like even if you had whatever it was, flu medicine, any of that stuff, most of it. Really? <laughs> nobody told me that. See, that's the problem. I I never thought I was gonna you know be positive because i didn't take anything right. but you know we were in bowen bowen is super dusty so if you don't have allergies or asthma you're gonna, you're gonna you leave absolutely absolutely so i had an inhaler by my third year i had an inhaler because i was like i think my lung is about to explode after that 400 if i have to do one more 400 i'm gonna need <laughs> i'm gonna need my inhaler coach i need my inhaler and he'd be like what Everybody was sharing inhalers. Actually, we had a lot. So, but you, you know what? I believe inhalers are on, on the, the list, list too. Yep. Because it's a competitive you, advantage. It's a they're steroids. Um, some mm-hmm. inhalers are like um, Advair. Though that's a steroid inhaler. Right. You can mm-hmm. be positive for that. So I looked at um, <laughs> the the four by four relay that Clement beat in the 2000 Olympics. So you can also, they'll ask you, so if a teammate, so if we're running the uh, four by four and, or me and Aisha and Aisha says, yeah, you know what? I, I, I took some cough medicine. I did. And then, so she has told on herself. Now we all are going to get questioned because we're all like, did Aisha give you some cough medicine or did you take it on your own? And so that year, Alvin and Calvin, those twins who were, yeah, yeah they, they popped positive. But one of, the, one of the medicine was like a blood pressure medicine and an ADHD medicine. So stimulants are on the list as well. Mm. Yeah. Stimulants, steroids, which are just people would think, oh, human glo- growth. Uh, cre- we, in younger years, I'm in the 90s, I knew a lot of people that took creatine. creatine. Caffeine is on the list. Are you serious? Well, is is so when you say on the list, do you mean that there's a threshold, there's a level that that if you're that if you're above, then very low level. Is that right? Very low. That's why the lady who ate the she said she ate a pork burrito and Lies. pop positive. What, what was Whoa. that? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> you just not gonna, I, heard something. I don't care where you get your pork from. I'm vegan, but I don't care where you get your pork from. It's not gonna have that level that's gonna have you running. The What's the level? What, what was the level, Harold? So she you so you say oh, okay. so you're saying let me let me clear this up. Harold, so you're saying that yeah. this is privilege. So she's saying because I know there's a lot of people that have popped positive and then they're just done. That's it. Right. Uh, she got a five-year right. ban, meaning mm-hmm. at 32 years old, your career it's is over. over. You're not. Wow. You don't yeah. get to go to any events. Not the world. No, no track meets. Not just the Olympics. No competitive track meets. So you're saying her level was over, way over five. What? What was the level? Um, I gotta pull it up. But to me, when you see the timing of this, right now, if this happened like. She was just running a marathon or something like that, and it just popped up. Or any something that was insignificant, that'd be a little bit different. But right before you about to run the Olympics, your level is this high, and you claim that it came from you having a burrito <laughs> on a on, on a food truck, a like, pork, burrito. yeah, like 
Man. Like from Chipotle. So now, Chipotle just got just has carnitas that uh, that got no adrenaline in them. That's what that's what she's saying, basically. Yeah. Like she just she went somewhere and they just had it just sitting there. Oh, I'm, I'm having, sorry. I'm having it's a hard time. For sure. I'm, it I'm with her. Not I'm a, it isn't out of at all. I, I will it's, say this. I will say this. Now, pork can carry steroid, but it's less than a three percent chance that you will test positive. Three percent of whatever the drug. So if there's, I don't know, a level of a hundred. You have 0.3 in your system. Should not have enough buildup to pop positive, in other words, unless you had a buildup of it in your system. But she said she had this pork burrito at a food truck, and I just ate at a food truck today, and I was like, don't you give me no pork. <laughs> don't you give me no pork. Give me that. Give me that. With the, I don't want no meat. I'm vegan today. Like, Harold. Don't put no pork. You be trying. See, I think she was set up. Y'all think she was set up? Uh, okay. It was a setup. They didn't want her to win. Do you think the system is flawed? That that's my next question. Is this a systemic issue? Cause they could say, listen, ah, you know, Harold, he a little too much for me. Get him out of there. I don't like it. Russia don't like you, Harold. So they just they sprinkle a little, <laughs> little, little crack on your, on your pork, and then. What what you gonna do? V, v going straight. She going straight grassy knoll on us, isn't she? Right. Yeah, I mean, okay. if you think about it, I mean, that's like a common. That's that's like a common thing, not just in track, but anywhere else, right? So, say you going to a different city, you're going you're going to play in a city that they want you to lose. It's playoff time or whatever it is. They got money. It's on known it. for you having having stuff getting put in your food or stuff like that. That's why. When you go to different places, they have either the chef or they'll eat in a place that they mm -hmm. they know things like that won't happen. Mm -hmm. That's for all sports. Yeah. But for you to have something happen at this level, and like I was reading an article, like they said that you can, if you eat like boar meat, that it yes. would have like a high level. Yes. That's different. She didn't eat boar. She ate pork. And she ate it stateside. <laughs> but, she, but, stateside. She, but wait, she had the, um, what's the organ part of it? Falafel? What is it? What's the organ falafel? Oh, the uh, I know what you. Uh, it's a certain part I mean, of the pork. Like, yeah, it's a certain. Yeah, offal. The offal. Offal okay. has the highest O F F A L. I may be saying it wrong. She but has the that. highest level of uh, man, <laughs> nandrolene, apparently. But I mean, like stateside, I don't see you having something like that because I think that the, the me mechanisms that they use to test the food and whatever they put out there because they're so scared of this happening on a larger scale yes. and being sued for whatever it might be, that it, that's just not going to be on the counter just sitting there waiting for her, you know? So that's where I'm just like, nah, if you, if you, if you got it, you just got to get out of there. You know, like if you <laughs> took something, you took it. And at the end of the day, it's so many things that people can take where you, where you might not even be detected, right. but then you right. put your, right. your, no your body at risk. You know, like there were, you know, I'm not gonna say any names, but there were people not at no Eastern Michigan. That's not us, probably Michigan or somewhere. But Oop, other places oops, where oops, that's fire. Things, <laughs> where they where they take Ooh. things, and then like there was an athlete who passed away with their yeah. heart was like either mm. enlarged or something else, and they were competing at a very high level. Absolutely, I'm not saying that that person took anything, but. When you're competing at that high of a level over and over and over again, when you get to college, but in high school, you were, eh, there's some things that may happen. And training, if you train really well, you have a great coach like Sterling, 
you might get there. Oh, but some people God. don't have that. That's, you know, yeah. and, and that was good, Harold. To, to jump up. I mean, yeah. just be honest. Yeah, like you go from um, rank 320th in the 400 hurdles to number one winning NCAA. Right. Is that what you mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think a lot of people get desperate. I think I think they forget the they drop all the integrity and they get so desperate because they want to win. They want to be somebody. They want to be identified. Mm-hmm. And I think they they go into anything, anyone, anything that could enhance their ability to run faster or to do better. Right. And they don't really look at you know what is the repercussion. Yeah. But every every action have have, have um. What did I say? Reaction. 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 Exactly. So they don't look at that. Yeah. So um, we talked about it last show about how 80% of the post Olympic, it's called the post Olympic blues, but 80% of the athletes win or lose after the Olympics, they go through depression. Michael Phelps is very verbal about it. And uh, Lolo Jones, remember, right. she was the hurdler. Yes. She hit that hurdle. Oh, God, I felt so bad for her. Mm-hmm. She was ranked number one. She had all these endorsements. She hit, like, the second to last hurdle and came in mm-hmm. seventh. She was way, she was not way ahead, but she was ahead of them. Lost her endorsements, mm-hmm. ended up working at the gym. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, so, and then now she's a bobsledder. Yep. For the U.S. team, so some people, you know, and that's what we were preaching last time. That it's so important for you to finish your degree, finish it, because yes. you have to have something. And, and I'm gonna go to Sterling because he's the head coach out of all of us here. Sterling, I'm trying to get a scholarship. How I get a scholarship if I want to come run for Eastern Michigan University? How I get in touch well, with you? Uh, first, I, I can't take to it. So, coach. Sue, Sue's the head coach now that we combine. I'm I'm the associate head, so okay. I'm sorry. Just, just to uh, you know, I don't want to take too much credit here. Shout out to Sue, um, Sue Parks, who yep, is the daughter yep. of the legendary carrying on the legacy, just, just like your dad, right? Yes, rest yes. in peace. Um, but I know uh, V, you and I talked about this not not too long ago, and um, you know, the one thing I I tell uh. I tell every recruit I talk to, and, you know, it sounds like cliche or, or beating a dead horse or whatever, but you got to do those grades. There's, there's too many kids who they think they're going pro when they're a freshman in high school before they've even developed or, you know, you know, run any sort of time that even merits a scholarship. And, um, I mean, the bottom line is, you know, even when you're a senior, even if you are, you know, even if you are the, the, the big man on, on campus, uh, you know, who cares where the money comes from? If you can get an academic scholarship and an athletic yeah. scholarship, yeah. that's just more money in your pocket, yeah. you know? Yes, absolutely. Um, and that's what a lot of paper. kids don't realize. Like, mm-hmm. you might as well make the most of all your resources and uh, and take care of the business in the classroom. And if you're doing that, um, quite honestly, if you have the work ethic in the classroom, then you're the type of kid I want on the track anyway because you probably have the same work ethic on the track. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. So for somebody like Shakari, um, she left, I believe, in her junior year, which, you know, I think is prime time for her. She's 21 years old, and um, she's running, you know, competitive times, and the Olympics only comes every four years. We didn't even have it last year because of the pandemic. So... If I were to leave Eastern Michigan and I'm Shikari and I left Eastern, I'm like, listen, coach, I'm going pro. 
What does that mean? Do I can I negotiate with you to make sure that when I'm done with the, my season, I can come back and finish out my degree on scholarship, or I'm, am I just done with the money? Yeah, you're done. And I think I'm. Uh oh. Technical difficulties. We can't hear you, Sterling. Well, he's going to come back in just a minute. So basically, because of NCAA rules right. and Title IX, once you are a professional athlete, right. you can't go backwards and get the school to pay. Because at this point, you've been making money. Right. You, you go on in these races. The the race I just saw and met Mora in Florida about a month before the Olympic trials, first place was $75,000. So you have to think about if you're a professional athlete, you're running to pay your mortgage, your cell phone, and that's all you're doing. Always educational opportunities. Okay. Say that again. We missed you. You you yeah. went out for a minute. Yeah, my bad. So I was just saying, like, if you're if you're that good, if you're Shikari or the Lyles brothers or this new kid out of Ann Arbor, this Hobbs Kessler kid. Oh yeah, you can saw, make we that saw money him at state finals, yeah. man. He my was, daughter used to run with him. He was yeah. playing. He came out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh man, I was looking for him at the trials. Have they ran the fifteen hundred? You saw I him run? He, yeah, yeah. He, he won his heat, didn't he? Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. he won his heat. That's crazy, and he was playing at state finals he too. Was. He played around with the with everybody, and that's the funny part is because one of my guys on my team, I'm patting myself as a coach <laughs> on the back, he came in third place, and he was like, I was waiting for him to pace it, and he's looking at me to pace it. So I said, forget y'all. That's why he came in. I was like, go out there like Earl Jones. You channel Earl Jones. Earl you push DJ. the DJ. <laughs> and we're going to talk about that. You know, Earl Jones said, I'm going out in the 49. Keep up with me. I see you at the finish line. That's, That's right. what he said. That was Earl. And he won the trials doing that, too. Because yeah. everybody was like, now, what, what kind of pace is this? And same with him. He pushed the pace. But then the <laughs> Hobbs flew right past him at the last 50 minutes. He did. But he he, did. And he pushed a couple he people well, he, he, out the way, too. Hobbs carried him. He carried that kid. You think so? He, oh, absolutely. I've, I've seen Hobbs carry kids at uh, at the regional. They're talking. The, yeah. They're running, and they're talking, talking. to each yep. other. Why don't you go? No, you take the lead. Yep. They're going to announce your name. No, they're going to announce me. I'm uh, I'm like, what is y'all doing? Yeah. I don't got time to be talking to you. You are my enemy. Hobbs would slow down. He does. He'd slow down, let the person that he's pacing catch him, and then pick up the pace. That's weird. It is weird. Do you do that, Aisha? You run the 800. Would you do that in 800 meters? No, I would not. <laughs> <laughs> Every woman for himself, right? Yeah. Even if you're on my team, I'm not letting you do nothing. Honey, see you at the finish line. You know, I think he did that. Obviously, he had some friends, and then I think he was just trying to stay engaged. Um, because He's bored? Yeah. Well, you think so? Well, absolutely. Do you know, what does he run, 334? He's there are absolutely. some people right now who are in the, what is it next? Is it semifinals next? Who haven't ran the Olympic standard. And here this 17-year-old kid, kid ran it, what, two months ago. He went professional at 17. And first of all, hold up. First, I got to tell y'all something. Earl Jones is calling. 
Okay, Earl Jones, we about to get you on. I'm sorry. Earl said put me on the screen because I don't got time. But uh, <laughs> he's kind of a big deal. But, no, uh, you, you have to remember that, you know, my parents are from Kenya. I'm I'm uh, first-generation American here. So okay. I'm supposed to be running long distance. So I'm kind of an enigma. Okay. I'm a sprinter. Okay. I don't run them distance. So what I'm saying that to say, don't – I'm rooting for him. I want him to make the team because I think it'll be great. Okay. However. Oops. However. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. The Kenyans, we're not to be played with, baby. Shout out to Boaz. That's all I would say. Kenyans don't play. We have higher altitudes at Kilimanjaro. We be running up and down Kilimanjaro. Listen, I can't argue. Like. I can't argue with you. That's what I was trying to I say. Can't, I can't argue with you. I so I want you guys to come back. I have to get three more of your teammates on here. And please, like, please engage us in the comments. Everybody's so quiet. Everybody's just watching. Uh, and I wanted you guys to break down the, the 400 meters. If if anybody wants to real quick break down the 400-meter hurdles real quick, what that consists of, how many hurdles, and we'll, we'll uh, wrap it up with my hurdler group. Sterling is best suited for that. Come on, coach. I mean, I could, yeah. Uh, so. Come on, coach. Come on, coach. Uh, I mean, I think, I think, uh, I think you should, you should give us a, a good one. <laughs> he, he's so shy. He's so quiet. He's like, yeah. Aisha, you want to break down to 400? And I'm going to say bye to you guys. I'm going to see you guys later. We're going to do this again because I think there's so much more to talk about. Do you guys have a favorite? Real quick, do you guys have a favorite that you guys want to see either make the team or win it at the Olympics? Harold, who's your favorite? He's talking. Sterling, who's your favorite? I can't hear him. Oh, we have issues with the Wi-Fi, but y'all. you know, yeah, and uh, ten, 10 mini races, right? Race to every hurdle, and then just get to the get to the line. Yeah, gotta be aggressive. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. Yeah. And, and, and the goal was thirteen steps between every hurdle, but everyone wasn't built like Edwin Moses, so that's the goal. <laughs> to get Every that, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. You know, I would love to be back on the show when you talk to the hurdlers again because the, who's the gentleman from? Um, Oh, he's from Scandinavia. What's his name? Scandinavia. Um, oh, he's from. Oh, he's from. Um, is he from Sweden? No, the the guy that's that's ran the second fastest of all time. What's his name? You all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, Warholm. Yes. Have you seen the way he runs the four? Mm-mm. He just tears. Yeah, he's really aggressive. Oh my! <laughs> you trust me. You will. You haven't heard. Like v, v is looking at me like, who are you talking about? Listen, only, in a month you will know who he is. Too. In a month you will know who he is. Yeah, in a month know. you will know who he is. But twenty-five is, is kind of old, though. I think for the it's it's like it running. Because even well, no, I, I was looking for no, my boy. He pulled a hammy. In I was like, yeah, no, are you, wait a minute, are you laughing? But he uh wait a minute, hold he ran on. a 40, is she 46 eight, seven in the in the four hundred hurdles. He ran a four his personal best wow. last year, forty six point wow. eight seven. I, wow. I, I remember That's when good. Kevin Young ran forty six seven and that was back in nineteen ninety two and I told my wife this record will never be broken. Kevin Young. I said okay. that this will never be broken. And here that this kid is flirting with that wow. every time he runs. Well, mm-hmm. thank you guys so much. Um 
you know, we'll be talking. We we got our little group chat. So we'll be talking. Don't pull on no hammies walking up the stairs. All right. Take care, y'all. Bye bye. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye. That's the hurdler group. So next group up, we're gonna have our um do I call them the old school? Whoa. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. My bad. Whoa. What do I call them? This this is your season crew. The best group. That's what you call it. Oh, thank you, man. <laughs> wow. <sighs> she said. What do I call them? Okay. Okay, let's first um there's let's let's bring up because I wanna um save the best for last. You know, I'm a I'm a girly girl. Like not like girly girl as far as like makeup yeah. and, and like nails and stuff. I am always a cheerleader for the girls. I coach boys and girls in high school, but don't you mess with my girls. Don't mess with your I'm girls. I'm like the beehive for my girls. You like, you like. Because y'all don't give us no props. Y'all don't give us enough money when we win stuff. Y'all don't give us enough endorsements. Okay. Uh, reference who's, Allison Felix. Okay, who's y'all? Oh, sorry. I'm mad a little bit. But let me bring up our first <laughs> Olympic qualifier in the 400 meters is Fabian Rollins. Representing Barbados. Babes. What's hey, up? What's up? And our next one is Earl Jones. EJ. 800 hey. meters. What's up, Earl? Hey, y'all. Bronze medalist, 1984 Olympics in LA. That's in correct. the 800 meters. And a new guest, she is. Hey, baby. Hey, Earl, how you doing? All right. Hey, Chuck. What's going on, EJ? Virgie right, Bully. She is our newest <laughs> guest, and I just had the pleasure of meeting her when she was inducted into the Hall of Fame in Eastern Michigan, the 200-meter um, Olympic qualifier, Virgie Bully. Hello, everyone. Hey, Hello. Virgie. Hey, hey Virgie, Earl, I've been she... looking up at you, uh, to you for years. Uh, that I appreciate When that. I was in the hall of um, <laughs> in Bowen, that was my motivation. I appreciate your um, grace and your effort or the, the, the way you make it look so easy. So It's just that work um, ethic. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so I, I heard you guys talking about going from a scrub to a superstar and it's got to be something that was me and it, i didn't do anything but just do what they said do so it was about the coaching i, I agree Absolutely. with that oh the coaching was amazing at easter mm -hmm. it was amazing it was hard like for it was i think it was harder for girls was who was your coach virgie my coach was bob maybauer Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah so Maybauer was there, but he mostly worked with. He didn't work with the sprinters. He worked with. He was a head. He coach worked with the long distance. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I had um, Matt Bingle. Um, he worked. Mm -hmm. He was a recruiter and he was the assistant coach mm -hmm. for the girls. Yeah. And um, he wouldn't talk to me unless I ran a fifty-seven or better. I ain't talking. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Do you know who I am? You better Google me, coach. <laughs> you came to all my track meets. And I, the reason why I came to Easter, honestly, was because of the coach. I knew nothing about everybody going to the Olympics. Nothing. The oh, okay. coach talked to me, came to my, my – and reassured me, you're not going to be the best. You're not going to be – I said, excuse me? I'm not going to be the what? I was so big hit. I was like, I don't think Shikari. <laughs> I'm not going to say. But I, my, my attitude was like Shikari. But you couldn't You were confident. See. Oh my, what? <laughs> what? You, you, 
I didn't lose a race in high school. Four years. I stayed final. Four years. You can't tell me nothing. I mean, do you, do you know who I am? Do you want people's asking for my autograph in my freshman year? At EMU. No, at high school. In high school. They didn't know me at EMU. <laughs> I feel I got, bad for that so, bell. So. <laughs> yeah. My roommates were Jamaican, and I quickly learned how fast Jamaicans were and I got humbled <laughs> real quick. My roommate ran a 56 400 hurdles and I was like, how you wow like, how you do that? You run faster than I do without the, without hurdles. the hurdles. Like that's not fair. <laughs> how you how you do that? But I want to go, let's go into some of these questions. Cause we have a lot. Um so Virgie, I think you're the new you're the new kid on the block. Um I, I want to hear some of your stories. You you were running. Uh, your Olympics was 1988, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. So you was out there, and I, <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear you and what you have to say about this. Do you think Shakari Richards is channeling FloJo? Absolutely. Um, we all have our. We all have our um, people that we look up to. Mm-hmm. Um, FloJo was uh, my my. Um, my idol was Eleven, um, Evelyn Ashford. Yes, so, that's correct. Yeah, yeah the early eighties, um, yeah. late seventies, I guess. I never heard of um, that because I didn't start running until I was. Um, I didn't start running track until my freshman year of high school. I didn't even know I could run. I didn't know what I was doing was a thing. Um, I had a senior who saw me running. I don't know if she saw me in the neighborhood. She saw me at school, but I chased some boy down and caught him. You know what? That's how I got fast, too, because I was trying to chase this boy in middle school, and the recruiter, he was like, are you coming to high school? I was like, excuse me. (laughs) I got to get him. He got my stuff. I'll be right back. That's how you get Valerie Briscoe Hooks. Oh, yes. And then Jackie Jordan, and all of them, too. Yeah, Yeah. so I grew up watching. You know what? Time out. What? Time out. What Time happened? Out. V has never heard of Evelyn Ashford. I don't know who that is. Who? Oh, oh my, my God. God. Before there was Flojo, there was Evelyn, Evelyn honey. Ashford. Okay, yeah. that's why. Because I'm you an 80s baby. I, I, was, need... I was born in 1981. Yeah. So I wouldn't know. She was a 70s, yes. right? Oh, my gosh. You mm-hmm. have to go on YouTube and watch the 84. 84. by one. Yes, correct. If it she wasn't, was, she came down the, the eighty-four. I think it was eighty-four four by one. Okay. And then one hundred. That's on YouTube. And then and in eighty we didn't go because of the, all the political stuff. And then seventy-eight even. You have to go. Well, maybe seventy-six, seventy-six, seven, and and eighty-four. But her, her last games were the were the eighty-eight. Games. Eighty-eight. Had it not mm-hmm. been for FloJo, she would have been the queen of the eighty-eight games. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah FloJo. Yeah. Flo, everybody knew about FloJo. Right. Mm-hmm. Great was a, person. Great person. Yeah. 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 And, and I know and, Earl and, was probably there too. He was running for, from '84, correct, Earl? That's correct. So he yeah, he knows a lot of everybody. Anybody yeah. we name, Earl probably knows yeah. him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, no, so Virgie, no shade. Was, was Flo Joe in one of your heats uh, in the trial? No, I, she was not in one of my heats. But we all knew it was only two spots that year. Two. Bottom line, it's Whoa. three. It's, three. it's three. always three. They yeah. take the top three, but when you run in a, with someone like a Evelyn Ashford oh. or a Flojo, it's only two, yeah. because oh. you know she's gonna absolutely qualify for the one. Um, there were twenty-eight contestants that year, and um, 
or 32, I think it was, something like that. What was, it was, so what was your event again? 200 meters? In 200. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I qualified on the last day, on the on my last day of my track meet, the last track meet of my career. It was at conference. I had not lost, I didn't lose, I never lost any conference races that I individually ran um, while I was at Eastern. At what time were you coming in at? Thank you. Hmm? What was your times? I came in right where I was supposed to, 2355. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. He would tell us, he would always tell us this for points. You know, we ran for points, of Absolutely. course. Absolutely. So he it was three of us in the race. He said, I need somebody to come in first, second, and fourth. They put me in the first lane, which is not Horrible. the best lane. I don't even know how I got in the bed for first lane, but anyway, I got I probably well. I sort of know why, but you know, they was hating case, on I'm you. not going to say that out loud. They was hating but, on you. That's yeah. all right. I said it. Yeah. yeah. So when I came around the corner, this is my friend, y'all. Hi, friend. Hi. Hey, how you doing? All right. Okay. So when you came around the corner, when I came around the corner, I looked over to my left, all right, whatever, and nobody was in first, first second, or fourth. So I just took off. Wow. And you yeah. ran the 100 also. Yes, I ran the hundred. Also, I I missed a hundred um, qualifier Olympic trials by point zero two. I needed to run eleven point six four. I ran eleven point six six. Oh my gosh, wow. you were so fast! But I was I was numb. I I wasn't conscious. Meaning I was running. That's all I was doing. I was running. When you look at me on looked at my times on paper in high school. I was a 12, three, 12, one, 12, two. That's where I was. Yep. My first year in high college, I ran as fast as 11, six, six. Wow. Who does mm. that? Right. Right. So then he started trying. I went now I was in Nebraska my first two years. I went to a little college called Midland Lutheran. And so I ran against, I had to go to Nebraska U which is like the big red versus the big blue in Michigan. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they had, I can't name the ladies right now, but they had some dynamic ladies from Jamaica top. Their Olympians were running at Nebraska U. So he would send me down there to run against them indoor and outdoor um, just to get my skills together, just to get me out of that mode of being scared to run. But I ran against, I cannot remember their names, but some of their, the Olympic qualifiers in the eighties, I ran against all of them. Oh, uh, Marina Adi. Yeah, yep, yep, yeah. All yeah. the yeah, I ran against them because they were at Nebraska. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So I wanted to um to real quick and, and then we're gonna go to Fabian and Earl. Um, you know, I I don't like you know, Shakari Richards is trending mm -hmm. right now. Sure. In her, the way she's so bold, in the way she talks, her long nails, her fire orange hair, mm -hmm. and how she speaks with confidence. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. that girl. That's what yeah. she said. That's she her. Said, that's her thing. That I'm that girl. Is there yeah. any? Is there any pro problem? Because I remember last time we talked on our last episode, Fabian mm -hmm. said you have to have this kind of bravado. About Absolutely. Yourself. When you're running at that level, you're above the the rest. Now. How you treat them is different. What mm -hmm. I enjoyed watching was how she um, engaged with the young ladies that came in second and third and fourth that approached her. That's a good point. So you have to remember, she is 0 0.01 seconds from the young lady in Britain and the young lady and um, the Jamaican queen. I can't remember her Shelly name. Shelly right Frazier. Yeah. So she has to stay there. She has to live in that air. 
Now, she doesn't have to become sadiddy or uh, cocky or arrogant, but when she is running, you she has to live in that space for that for those 11 seconds or less. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a problem with it. What I do have a problem with is when people don't want to shake your hand or they're not mm-hmm. um, engaging in that manner. Um, you know, they blow you off at the end. I watch people do that when mm-hmm. I was in high school because they thought they were all that. And I was like, okay, that is what who I will never be. Yes, I was the best in throughout my high school career, but I was still third or fourth from my conference because I had young ladies running 11 6 fours in my high school conference. But, and some of them were arrogant, and we ran in state against Jackie Jordan Kersey. That was East St. Louis. They were the East St. Louis Queens. Jackie yeah. and some of her teammates. Wow. We also thought we're a little older than 19 sometimes, but we're not going to go there. <laughs> but yeah, um, you have to be of that of that um, posture because mm-hmm. you are the best and you're running at that level. But it's it's always about how you treat people. So what made me more what made her more human to me was when she went looking for her grandmother. Absolutely. She is still a baby. This is her first rotation. Yeah. She is still a kid in a sense. So that that should have um, showed who her true person being is. She needed her mommy and she went to her. She celebrated with her mom. She did not blow off the other um, ladies in the race and she will continue to be that. They will, they will be okay together. I think we should win. We should probably win the four by one. That's my hope. Absolutely. But actually that wasn't her mother. That was her grandmother. That was her grandmother. I mean, I know her mother passed away, unfortunately, but her Grammy was there and she went looking for her. She went looking for her rock. And that's the bottom line. To that. And you that that's and I'm sorry to cut you off, Chuck. Mm-mm. But that You're is um one thing that represents um represents us in the in the black community. The matriarch mm-hmm. of that family. Yeah. They hold and not only that, you see old pictures of her in high school with her with with her standing in the stands with her grandfather on one side and grandmother mm-hmm. at the other. And they are both there. And that makes a big difference. Over the years that I've coached since two thousand six, I've coached at the high school level and the stands have gotten emptier and emptier and emptier. And I can't fault the parents because there's a lot of single parents, some of them young, are working. But I just remember growing up and thank you know, thank goodness I had both my parents at that time. They were in the stands for all mm-hmm. of my races. They yeah. they only came to the big ones at Eastern, but that makes mm-hmm. a difference for a child. It does. Yep. I had sixty two people at my Hall of Fame induction wow. Wow. and it was only like hundred and fifty in the room. So I called on all my family. I I was adopted at when I was a baby. Oh. So I called every family member, my adoptive mother and father's families were there. And my, my mother and my dad were my birth mother and my birth dad were there. And, um, and many of their, um, my other relatives from all sides were there. So you, and, and I'm also in a sorority. So all of my, so many of my sorority sisters were there. So you, you have to call everybody to the table. Everybody got to come out and we got to support each other from, from the look, from the, um, one side to the other. And that's one thing I will say the positive that I've seen. Oh, absolutely. All the sister girls, I give y'all props because y'all have <laughs> been on Facebook going hard on the yard. Even those that are not even into athlete mm-hmm. athletics at all. They're mm-hmm. like, uh, 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 honey, don't you do that. Yeah. We're not talking about sister girl. And even uh-uh. if she wasn't, 
in track and field or basketball and she had the long nails and the orange hair, you still better support her. You got to. Got yep. to. It's I just like when they dragged on Gabby Douglas and about what her hair was supposed oh. to look like and all that. And this is a whole new yeah, era. It's, you, hair is, I mean, that's a whole nother conversation. But Absolutely. I, I look crazy that. running half the time because. We ain't trying had, to be cute. Who am I trying to impress? I'm trying to win. I'm not. I'm, I'm definitely this, not. This I'm, financial it, business, right, Earl Jones? <laughs> we about our financial After I make that bag and that purse, what you call it, that purse, that 75000 I get my yes. hair and my everything done but the the younger generation they got to look good come across that finish oh, line but do. then she was making sure the, the track was still because i didn't have no sew-ins back then we i had my tazillions though she's from here from dallas too she's not far from me here yeah yeah she's in dallas texas yeah but let me pause for just one minute and we're gonna shift and i'll get back to you chuck because no, i got not you're not gonna get back to me <laughs> no you're not <laughs> <laughs> she's, gonna get back. she's not gonna get back to me but that's all right more than a gemini Woo! no this is this is V. This is hey, this is V's show. All the I'm, way live. I'm carrying her bags. So I gotta pay a bill. Hold <laughs> on. Hold that thought. I, this is a little. This is our first sponsor, y'all. We have a sponsor. Oh, yes. congratulations! Yes, thank you, thank you. I'm gonna. I have to read. Let's pay a bill real quick. Get ready to start a rewarding career as a nursing assistant, medical assistant, or a phlebotomist. Um, our mission is to change lives and impact the community. If none believes in you, believe in yourself. Um, oh. If you are looking to start a career as a medical assistant, nurse assistant, or phlebotomist, here's a school for you. It's at the Covenant. Mrs. Patty believes in giving you the experience that is unlike any other. When you leave her classroom, you're energized and prepared to take state exam for the CNA or national exam for a medical assistant or phlebotomist. And you will pass the first time. They offer accelerated classes days and evenings and Saturdays. Covenant Academy of Bloomfield Hills is the best CNA school in town. They hold a 100% graduation rate, 99.8% pass rate on the state exam for CNA. Call today. Do not delay. Call 248 Four eight one six six zero two. Again, that is two four eight four eight one six six zero two. Check out their website at covenant-academy.com. Michigan needs CNAs. Help fill the shortage, especially in these COVID streets. If you or if you are a nurse and you're burnt out, she'll help you start your own school. Call her; she can show you how. Two four eight. Four eight one six six zero two, and I'll have the information posted on my Facebook and Instagram. Call Miss Patty. Get y'all, get y'all certification now. And you know, you know the state. You know, Big Gretch said if you don't have a degree or nothing, they will pay for you. So don't let the money stop you. Get nobody should be broken or uneducated in this pandemic. I'm sorry. That's true. I said it. Okay. Okay. I did. I okay. said it. We have a program for our kids here and a two-year program also, too, for kids to go to school and pay for their tuition. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, we were we were talking, and, and I want to go to you. Fabia, you were mentioning uh, before how a country like that gets disqualified like Russia, how can you still go to the Olympics and like an, as a swimmer or a runner and not represent any country. Can I do that? 
Yeah, there's there's sometimes where the Olympic Committee will let you compete under their flag, whereas you're you you're not representing the country. You're basically representing the Olympic spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's also sometimes where, um, you know, they're let's say refugees or something like like that that you know they will let into the to the games. I remember that the games I was at, there was a, there was a guy there that he was into he was into swimming and. I saw him. I was like, that guy does not know how to swim. (laughs) (laughs) Like he was going to drown? Like literally, lifeguard. What? Stat. Get this man. So how did he get, like, he didn't have a qualifying time or something that he had. How do you do it? So I could go, if I want to go to the Olympics, like, and not pay for my tickets, I could go be a refugee. uh, Not a refugee. I want to do what you're talking about. uh, Unattached. I want to run. There's some some extreme circumstances that have to (laughs) unfold. For instance, there's a a guy right now, he's he's a swimmer, and I believe that there's some atrocities happening in his country, and he he qualified, but he's refusing to 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 swim for that country because of what's happening. Yep, I seen that today. Wow. Yeah, and uh, and he he petitioned the Olympic Committee to compete under the Olympic flag. So what if he However, wins? What does that mean? Well, unfortunately for him, the Olympic Committee didn't grant his uh, his request. So uh, because. With everything, there's politics involved, and the Olympic Committee does not really want to take a stand on that particular um, mm. situation. Okay, so uh, in in cases like that, you know, you have to make a decision on your conscience. Do you really want to compete for a country that does not stand behind you, mm. or do you want to, you know, um, you know, you just want to go there for the glory? You know, so sometimes you just got to make make that call. Uh, for me personally, like when I qualified to go to the Olympics, I I, I remember that day like it was yesterday because um, there was a lady I was speaking to at the Barbados Olympic Association. It was Joanne Christie, and um, I was on the phone with her because you know I was I was struggling at the time financially to continue to run and to and to pay bills and that, those types of things. Here, it's hard to work and train and do everything that you have to do in order to you know to make it to the Olympics. I was talking to her and I made a commitment to her. I said, I'm never going to call you again until I hit this qualifying standard. You will not hear my voice until I do that. That was my mantra, my motto. That was my life. I ran, I ran out of my shoes one day at practice. But <laughs> you, you, I think, oh, I remember run. that. You were running with one shoe on. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. It was an indoor. Yeah, it was indoors. I remember his shoe came off. His track spike came completely like over there in the corner. And he just kept yep. running. Oh, he was burning up the you track. Got, I said, now, what are you doing? What, is he playing? You got to see it true. You got to see it true. Hey, no matter what. And that was one of my biggest fear. I, I'm like, because first of all, you know, it's raining. It's going to rain in Michigan until next week, Sunday or something yes. like that. So this is where I'm like, coach, I'll see you <laughs> in two weeks. Because if my socks get wet, I quit. <laughs> We got some weird nuisances, right? When you run, I don't like wet socks. I didn't wear socks when I ran. You know, yeah, you know, but you know, I started running track barefoot. That's how I started running track. I didn't have any any shoes, nothing. Ran, ran on asphalt tracks. Ran on on grass. Ran. I mean, Barbados was, uh, you know. 
it, it, it was hard to get. I mean, my coach that was coaching me at that time bought me my first trap spice, um, wow. James Carmichael. I remember he, after the meet, we, he was taking me home, stopped in the middle of town. He said, let's go in this store, take a look. I was like, okay, great. And but trap spice are what? not super expensive either. Trap spice can run you 30 to $50 now i don't yeah, know how you yeah, know back yeah. in the day and i you know what my mom was she ran for kenya she ran the 800 national team and she was like you need spikes i was like no i don't i don't need no spikes <laughs> i could be anybody in my little gym shoes you know what just you know what i don't even need shoes forget it i don't need shoes. she's like what <laughs> kind of kid are you <laughs> no but hey. they, he's not lying i had cousins and we would go for a long run when i would go home in kenya and they were running in flip-flops and I'm like, what are you doing? We're about to run three miles. He's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm like, okay. And he did. He did. He paced me and everything. And I was like, this is amazing. I should probably take my shoes so, off. So can I, let you, can I tell you all, my, my wife and I, particularly during the world championships and, and, and Olympic years, we, ha we have a rule. So if it, particularly if it's, if it's a distance race, I really wasn't going to say this because I know you, you're, you're, these hair is going to get even bigger than it already is. But you know what? <laughs> I, I'm going to go here. I'm just going to go I'm ahead and go now. for it. Okay. You humble now? Okay. Yeah. So we have this rule that if it's a, a distance race, 800 meters and above, if there's a Kenyan in the race, depending on how many Kenyans there are in the race, you count the Kenyans, mm -hmm. and that's the place that you're. So if there are five Kenyans in the race, you come yes. you, you're, you're running for six. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that's no lie. He ain't lying about that one. But uh, I, Virgie didn't have to worry about no Kenyans, but I know Earl. You I, I, I had Barbadians, ladies, <laughs> and Jamaicans too. Did you I, have Jamaicans back then? I had Barba I had two Barbadians. One was in front of me, and one was in back, depending upon what the race was. Wow. I had Angie Springer and Jackie. and Jackie. Yeah, but those are my queens. I used to love sitting and talking with you guys because I would just get in the middle and just wait. And then it would take off. Y'all would just go between. We had Trinidadians, we had oh, yes. Tobagians, we had everybody. Everybody Caribbean was represented on my team, on the men's team. And I would just sit in the middle and catch the big words and keep up. With the patois, you keep you the patois. I had the Brazilians and the and then the British. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Cool. What was Cole? He's spent Spain. Yeah, Sebastian Cole. No, he's English. Sebastian he's Cole. English. He's English. Okay. He's yeah, you. Yes. Earl had him. I think Earl. He's a, is, Earl is, was is, world class. Is, is Sebastian? <laughs> Earl, is Sebastian? Sebastian is the um. What is Thank he? The International Olympic Committee or? Yeah. Yeah, he's the president. Yeah. Person. President. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm like, we got a uh, vote to get Earl in there. Because Earl should be he he should have beat Cole. I saw that race. You were supposed to beat him. <laughs> so if he got you top three, so you should be on the committee too. What's going yeah, on? I'm I'm for it. Politics, politics. Absolutely, that part. <laughs> and that's why I said, is, is the do you guys let's let's pose this question. Do you think the system is flawed as far as doping regulations? <sighs> Earl, I'm gonna, leave, I'm gonna leave that to you guys. You know. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> I didn't see so many. I didn't see so many dopings and Karen. Because you was in the eighties. You were in yeah, the eighties, so the eighties. Remember, there was the crack epidemic. There was a lot of just, uh, just around. 
But I, yeah. but they really didn't crack down like the the war on drugs or whatever. Mm-hmm. As far as athletics was 1999 when they really started testing and all yeah. of that stuff. So I'm trying to see what was happening in the 80s. So pretty much after 88. Mm-hmm. Pretty much after 88. After 88. 88's Olympics, yes, because yeah. Yeah, a lot of people is a lot of uh, doping, and then they, can, you know, like for instance, right here, Miss um, Butler, you know, you competing against people that's. On drug, me on dope, you know. Wow, that's just it. And if you yeah, I got tested as early as '84. Um, yeah, the NAIA championships. I had yeah. won the hundred. I wasn't. I wasn't nowhere supposed to have won, but I did. And like you said earlier, they grabbed me. I wanted they to go hug my. Go. Hug. I wanted to go hug my coach. He came down from the top of the bleachers. I yanked away from her. I went and hugged him, and then I ran back to her. I, I didn't have anything to hide. I. I it was what it was. Did yeah, you get in trouble for that? Yeah. But you had to go straight to the, the what did y'all call it? The P room or whatever y'all were <laughs> yeah. calling it. The P room. <laughs> drop room. Drop, yeah. room. drop it. Drop yeah. room. The drop room. Yeah. 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 That's right. what I'm But saying. I couldn't go and then they had to give me something anyway. I was like, okay, I, I'm just, I'm hyped up. I can't go right now. Exactly. Yep. And that's the thing they were saying. Um, you know, just like you have to drop for a, a job. You're trying mm-hmm. to get this new job at wherever, Big Three or the hospital. You have to do a drug test. Yeah. And you guys are at work. When you're running these races, that's your job. And they want to know, mm-hmm. ongoing, are you taking dope? So come with me. You ran that race. Oh, girl, you did good. Now, come on. Come on, drop. Give me some urine. <laughs> then you yeah. go sit up in here until you urinate. You be like, dang, I just, I can't even celebrate. Can't do a victory lap or nothing. No. no. But Doping was political as well. They were trying to keep up with the Russians. The, yes. the, the men, women, children, women, men, women, people that ben were Johnson. coming out of there. Ben Johnson. Oh, yes, yeah. that was oh, Ben. Ben yeah, Johnson is very yeah. verbal. That was really sad. But he's yeah. verbal about it. He was like, so what's the big deal? And what? I think everybody should dope. He uh-uh. really did not care. You could go on YouTube and watch Ben Johnson. He's just like, so? And what? Still today. You know, during those times, there were a lot of people that were caught mm-hmm. uh, yep. and it was just brushed away yep. because, you know, it was bringing back that fever to this yep. sport. Mm. You know, it was on everybody's mouth. Oh, Carl Lewis is going to go up against <gasps> Ben so Johnson and oh. uh, Frankie Fredericks. And, all. you know, there was a lot of. That's so Ted Montgomery. That is, yeah. that is so but true. if you you can reference uh, Lance Armstrong and all of his Tour de mm-hmm. France wins, and if you Google how much they make in the Tour de France, my goodness gracious, it's a lot of money. A lot of money. Mm-hmm. But why did it take him seven years to get banned? Seven Tour de France's, where you see this one lady dropped one time pork. 1,500 meters. <laughs> she is banned for five years, meaning she can't come back. Had he been banned for five years. He has a lifetime ban now, but he was caught because he said, now I think he was trying to get around it, but he said he had testicular cancer, which could come from sitting yep. in those seats with men, but depending on his age, testicular cancer is one of those cancers that you get at a younger age, mm. 20, 17, not 30s. Mm. And so he claimed to have cancer and can't, there are cancer drugs and steroids, yes. which you do take steroids. There's cancer drugs actually on the list, the doping list. Yeah, so he was taking cancer drugs. He was taking steroids. He was taking corticosteroids. He was taking, um, um, oh, he was doing the blood transfusions too. That's a big one. 
I would yes. like to say too, you lose a lot of blood and there's a lot of people that pass away. I didn't mention no names either. Again, once again, it's, they did the steroids and they end up passing away now. Yeah, somebody did it. Uh, Clements race from the U.S. Uh, oh, Pettigrew. Pettigrew. Yeah, but I mean, he, that was he, after. Well, that and he he died by suicide. But 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 oh, I, I will Whoa. say this though that the the Ben Johnson or Dublin inquiry, which was the investigation, but during yep. the games in '88, there was so much hype around Ben Johnson and mm -hmm. versus Carl Lewis. Really. And Ben Johnson just obliterated the whole field. It wasn't even fair. There's a rumor. Now, I, I'm, I'm just telling you there's a rumor. I can't verify this, but there's a rumor. And I'm only mentioning this because I was debating whether I was going to mention this, but, but Fabian opened the door for me. There was a rumor <laughs> that Flojo got caught. Oh, uh, Virgie. There was, there Virgie. Was, I know we had that there conversation. Was a, there was yeah. a rumor that she got caught. And, what, and, and according to rumor, this is where it really gets really kind of large, uh -huh. that NBC said, listen, we will pull out if you expose this because they were already it was it, it that was that was the and and this and i know how crazy Why this are sounds you laughing, and i would and i wouldn't Georgia. mention this i yeah. would not Georgia. mention i know this. for a fact oh you know for a fact what earl <laughs> be, be, be careful <laughs> be careful ej be careful situation karen it's a okay. whole okay. Yeah. And so in the comments, um Hanley Crawford from Trinidad, do you know? Hazley. Hazley, yeah. Yeah. Hazley. Yeah. yeah. Hazley Crawford? Yeah, yeah. Hazley, yeah. yep. From Trinidad. That's that was around yeah. your time. Seventy six Olympics. So uh Virgie was saying there yes. was a big deal, a big difference in the the muscle mass that she mm -hmm. noticed from one Olympics or one competition to another within a year's sure. time. Yeah, within years, over the time. I mean, what, when you are training, your body, of course, changes. I don't think I could have gotten any leaner than I had. I was I was about, I'm five, I was five, I'm five, three. I, I claim yeah, my five, four by thing. the top of my head. <laughs> but, um, I let my hair up a little bit, but um, so I, I was no bigger than Shikari when I was running. Yeah, she's um, tiny. And she's, She's her muscle mass. I mean, her fat to race. I don't even know if she has any, she but I was about that lean when I was running. Um, but yeah, I, I noticed a major difference when I walked up or got as close as I did to Flojo from when she was in, I want to say, 84 even. Um, and that, yeah, the rumors were out there. And then unfortunately, she passed away from an aneurysm in her sleep. Right. And, so, and, and she, I, how old was publicly she? And Publicly, let me just say this. Publicly, she was she, she has never publicly tested positive. No, she, so we no, so I just want to make allegedly. sure. Allegedly, I, I can't say that either, but I can. I know what my eyes saw. That's all right, I'm saying. Right. I mean, and yeah. I think it it, it speaks for yeah. itself. But 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 I, I do want to, you know, I, I want to do her her legacy justice. Oh, and, and I, I would that, never disparage. Right. She, but mm -hmm. but I but 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 there was definitely there was A definitely difference. some race. There were there were some red flags for sure. Yeah. There were questions. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, she was started. good when she was um, when she prior to um, '88, but yeah, that's they had, a doc they had a doctor in uh, Santa Monica, California, that was prescribing these things. Mm -hmm. Also, too. Yeah, yeah and and one of the coaches got in trouble along with 
which 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 team was that, Fabian? Because that was your Olympics, two thousand. The coach went down with Balico. He also owned a lab and was yeah, a nutritionist. Balco, yep. Balco. Yeah. So yeah. that whole yeah. thing, all those runners were getting it from their coach, nutrition slash nutritionist slash chef mm-hmm. slash. Yeah. Yeah, so some of this is a very lucrative business, too. This is a billion. This doping. Oh, it's more than that. Oh, it's. I mean, it's about pain management. Yeah. Like this pandemic now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you you think about it, you know, the endorsement money, uh, appearance fees, Mm. all of that stuff, you know, and and then, you, you know, it's. I, I know one one person in particular. I'm not going to call that person's name, but I remember racing this guy in, in college. Gotta some, y'all got to spill some tea now. Y'all not saying nothing on this little podcast. I got to get some of my viewers up now. What you, say something. Say it with your chest. I'm going to send security to help you. Don't no. worry about it. I got you. Back in, back in my day, they always say, don't never tell. Yeah. No, don't yeah. ever tell. We, did, we didn't grow nobody. up telling. This guy in particular, V, I remember racing him in college and he was fast and then, but he wasn't wordly fast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, I, I'm, you know, I qualify for the Olympics and I'm, I'm making my rounds on the, you know, um, overseas racing and stuff. When I see this guy and I see him in braces, you know, for his teeth. And I'm like, oh, I had braces. What, 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 what you trying to say? No, no, but yep. you don't. Okay, go ahead. There's, there was, there's typically a, a few telltale signs yeah. that you get for people when they start using certain things that right. begin to shift in your body, mainly your teeth, your eyebrows. You get that yeah, caveman I... looking thing going. <laughs> Those are stuff that you can see. Yeah. Why this is he guy... laughing? Because, because Earl, <laughs> I mean, Earl is a Earl yeah. is a is a elder statesman, and he's a, and he's he's not gonna put anybody on blast. But I want to know what? how do you know? Okay, so you you're giving me some stuff that I don't even know. As a medical provider, there's certain things that I know I can pick up on. I can look yeah. at you and how you're acting and, you know, if you're on a stimulant or whatever, I can pretty much tell. However, yeah. <laughs> or if you're nodding, you might be on meth right. or whatever. But most of the times, obviously, if you're on uh, racing, you want to be on a stimulant, something that's going to make you hyper, give you more energy. You know, they might not be sleeping, but you're saying there's physical symptoms that you, you can see. Tell me. So, number one, teeth start shifting. Eyebrows start moving. Where they moving uh, at? Uh, jaw, 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 jaw. That's why they get the jaw structures. That's why they get the. You no, know, you, you're more lean. You're more lean. Yeah. Muscle you know. mass for a woman. Muscle oh, mass. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That's what I said. I said. I said. I when I I was a kid when I noticed this because I looked up to Marion Jones and I remember she had a different type of um, form. Number one, the first thing was her her hands were open. That mm-hmm. Before, remember, we had potato chips, right? Yep. And then I switched my stuff. I'm like, I'm going to run faster because I'm about to run like this. <laughs> I'm about to run like this. Her hands open. My hands is open. And don't tell me how to run because I'm winning, right? Mm-hmm. And Muriel Jones did it. But then I'm like, dang. You know, I started to go through puberty. I got little hips. I got a couple seconds slower. I mean, point some seconds. Sure. And Muriel Jones is running faster, but she's not hippie. <laughs> And I'm a kid. I'm going through puberty. She's not hippie. She doesn't have any curves. 
I don't understand what is happening to my body. I'm not turning into Marion Jones. Why? Mm-hmm. Why do you think well, that was? I, I will say something, V. I remember when I saw Marion Jones, I was like, that is a, that is a, a, a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Right. She's beautiful. And, she is. And when when I got closer and closer, because uh, I, I do know I do know her current husband. So, you know, yeah, when I got closer and closer, I, I realized it's not just her. During that time, there was like I said earlier, during that time, there were a lot of people that were doing a lot of things, you know, yes. from growth hormones to to, to creatine you know. was big when I was that was just yeah. started. Yeah, we were just starting to test with creatine. Yeah, correct. we were talking yeah, about yeah. that earlier. I, I actually took you could get creatine. At GNC. Yeah. And I always tell people, yeah. don't take yeah. nothing from GNC. None of this stuff is FDA approved. <laughs> they can put baby powder in that pill and you like, oh, I'm on this creatine. Look at me. You know, you don't know what's in this stuff. Ma- I wouldn't even take a multivitamin from GNC. Ma- Marion, I competed at a meet with her in California when she was 16. Uh, Mount yeah. Sac Relays. Do they still run that? Mount, Mount Sac Relays? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And um, yes. she she was a 16-year-old, and that was 1992. And I want to say she made the team in 1992, I think. Yeah, she was young. She, she was young. And yeah. she blew everyone away. But, but here's she the looked, problem. But she looked... Listen, she, she was a little. Sk- she was a little skinny. She looked skinny. She probably. Yes. But see, here's the thing, and, and I've seen some questionable things in high school too we and, and this is the thing so you look up to these professional athletes lebron's who went straight from high school to nba kobe's god rest his soul straight from high school you you have these hoop dreams right mm-hmm. in any sport i never thought that you know until i talked to you guys that number one there was a purse i'm going for the glory i just want the gold right i want to be on tv right i want a mic drop like you don't know who i am <laughs> get my autograph google Right. But here's the problem. We as teenagers in high school who are looking up to somebody on TV, that's going to change my behavior because I want to be better. I want to be stronger. So not just work ethic wise. I'm going to GNC and see what I can get. Let me see. Let me see what I can get. Because that's you're going to be affecting that next generation. Right. And of course, with especially for women. And I don't know if it's true for men. It might be. But there's a body image component. Sure. Absolutely. I don't no, I look that. like Marion Jones. I'm not built like Marion Jones. I got to get this weight off. I was actually told I was too big to be a sprinter when I got to Easter. So I stayed the whole summer and I worked. I would run the convocation center from across the tracks. I was in the hood and I ran all the way. <laughs> I know where you were. You we, know. I know where you we, were. All, <laughs> we all lived over there at some point. Yeah, that's a, right, that's a right of passage if you everybody. I was at Huron View by the Wooden Absolutely. Nickel. So were we. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. And I would run to the convocation center because I didn't have a job. And I would t- shout out to Alicia Frazier from Jamaica. She took care of me. I stayed with a teammate. And I ran to the convocation center, ran, uh, lifted with the football team, and would run home until I got a job because I was trying to get into the hospital. So once I, at the end of the summer, I came back 20 pounds lighter because I'm running in the 100-degree weather in the middle of summer. And he's like, what the, what do you, you own something? And guess what? I had to drop. That year, I had to drop. I was running the Whoa. best times. I was beating his recruits. And I was like, can I get some money? Yeah, Miss V, come on. Come with me. Come with me. Great job. Come with me. You look good. Now, come, come drop. With me. And I had braces. <laughs> yep. Come with me. I had braces. I remember was- that. 
<laughs> I was like, braces? Really? Yeah, I had braces. So it's funny that you brought up the creating stuff and, and kids, you know, like I, I coach a lot of high school kids right now. Yeah, you're and, at uh, Ann Arbor Pioneer, right down the street. Ann Arbor Pioneer, yeah, right now. And um, I, I coach for a team called Ann Arbor A2 Elite. So um, uh, uh, recently formed track club. Mm -hmm. But um, I had a kid that came to me and he actually asked me about that. He said, you know, uh, what are your thoughts about, about creating? And I was like, you know what? I said, don't do it. Please. You know, there, there's... There's a lot of stuff that you could do to your body today that will make you feel good in the moment, but down down the road, right. yeah, you know, you're gonna that bill's gonna come due, right? Yeah. You know, um, and, and the side effects from creatine. I just want to go over real quick. People don't really. Oh yeah. There's side effects to everything, so mm -hmm. even too much, you know, um, any, anything you can overdose on water. To be honest yeah. with you, people think that these things are harmless, even as teens. But, um, you know, creatine naturally occurs in the body uh, and it's sold everywhere over the counter as a supplement. Again, it's not regulated because it's a supplement, you know. Um, mm -hmm. But this is something that we use even as teens try to do it um, as a vitamin. It's used to improve performance during high intensity bursts of activity. So those are the ones and it increases muscle mass. So it kind of it doesn't really. But you think it kind of helps you like a steroid. Right. right? Yeah. So people will take this creatine thinking like I'm so much stronger now. But honestly, if you take too much of it or even at, over time, if you're not hydrated, which, you know, as kids, we don't drink enough water our nutrition sucks and mm -hmm. you can damage your kidneys yep yeah and that you don't want to damage your kidneys you really don't you need both of them kidneys um and i just real real quick the other performance common performance enhancement drugs anabolic uh steroids which are usually injected um these are this is a type of hormone just like t uh, testosterone is used to um build muscle and increase strength uh steroid precursors um, and anything that starts with before it has andro or any DHEA, that's another one. It converts it to antibiotic steroids, um, also used to increase muscle mass. Most steroid precursors are illegal without a prescription. So I don't know how. Hey, they guys. Do yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. My nephew is here. Hey, His nephew. Name is, he's from hey, Grand nephew. Rapids. Earl, he has something to tell you. <laughs> he big, ran track as well. Big fan. Very big fan. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Grand Rapids. Hey, hey, Grand Rapids. What about that young man? He he didn't make the Olympics, but he's gonna do all right this summer. Grand Rapids track started. Yeah, the eight hundred meter guy. Oh, Dathan Rizier. He did. He did not. He went to school. Yeah, he ran track. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow. He didn't. He didn't good at five hundred meters. I was concerned at five hundred meters. This let me tell you something about this. He went to my he went to my school actually. He still holds like almost every record. Wow. Wow. What's his name? Donovan Brazier. Donovan Brazier. Yeah. He was running like a one he was close to Earl's time, wasn't he? No, he's beyond my time. 142 somewhere in there. Oh he didn't even get he did not look. Did you all see that? And then you keep his work ethics too. You hear me? Yes. All right. Keep his work ethics and and, and take it out there. You know. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate. You're welcome. It. Anytime. Yeah, I'll, my name's Chris, I'll, see, by the way. I'll see you soon. My name is Chris, by the way. I'll see you soon, Chris. All right.
Sounds good. Uh, Thank you. That's so sweet. You know, that's, that's Earl. That's he just Earl. came in from Michigan to visit. So, and you, where, where are you right now, Virgie? I'm in Park Forest, Illinois. I'm real close. I live in the same city as um, Hodges. Okay. Okay. Craig Hodges. Hodges. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. and uh, on the other, the rest of the list is most amphetamines and other stimulants. Teens use this substance believing that it will increase their alertness and improve their endurance. Caffeine, as we all know, that's also considered a drug, and it can mess with your heart, especially a lot of kids, uh, especially in high school. There's some um, sudden death that we see like that's those kids that are running around the basketball court then they just pass away yeah because we're not doing a lot of um uh echoes of the heart the ultrasound of the heart we don't know the structure of the heart you can be born with um defects in the heart and and caffeine amphetamines and all of these drugs can affect the heart um and then the last but not least is the water pills like hydrochlorothiazide spirolactone and lasix these are common um drugs that we get for hypertension and heart disease um but a lot of athletes will use it in addition to uh whatever else they're combining so they can flush it out of their system Mask, yes, these are masking, and, and then the uh, the blood transfusion for those with endurance running or uh, races like uh, cycling. That's what Lance Armstrong used, where they basically give you more red blood cells, so you have more oxygen right. carrying capacity, and that way right. you can breathe better and right. go longer and harder than most of your other uh, counterparts. So these are. Um, some things that we have to think about, um, and, and especially at the high school level, talk to these teens. Let them know, you know, where kids are, and even even at the college level, you're going to be coping with body image uh, insecurities, trying to fit in with the peers, trying to get, especially the fellas, trying to get more muscle math, mass and strength, increase your endurance, and you want to perform better to, to gain a competitive edge. But um, I want you guys' comment. Um, on the uh, transgender, do you think I was is- going there next? <laughs> <laughs> EJ was ahead. EJ was, was already. He was like, "Look, we, we got to talk about this ready. before we wrap this up." Yeah, we got ten more minutes, so um, I, I definitely want to get. Do you think that this is fair? Is this a systemic? Is this a type of cheating? Number one. Do you consider this a type of cheating? Number two. Is it fair? Are we trying to phase out women? Sports. Do we not want women to win anything at all? Number three. <laughs> I'm, I'm extra. She, I'm she, extra. She, she, I just don't think it's V, fair. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Is this performance bias, politics, and do Olympic athletes need a union? So first, is this a form of cheating? Fabian. I don't, I, I'm going to come back to you. I'm going to come back to you, Earl. I'm going to go on record as saying that, no, I, I mean, there's a fine line. I don't think it's a form of cheating because people want to identify with, you know, with themselves. Okay. However, it is a, it is a detriment to this, to the sport, particularly our sport. It's a very, it's, it's, a, you know, and I have nothing against the transgender community, but if we are going to do this, my thought is, is that we do have a category for them. I mean, we have, we have come strides in, in, in t- today's society where, uh, you know, we have the Paralympic Games, we have people that compete there that would not have competed in the Olympic Games. So why can we not move towards that kind of solution? Okay. 
cre- create something specifically for transgenders, let them uh, shine in their own glory. We don't have to put them in a box, right? And say, okay, you're a woman or, or, you're, or, or you're a male. I mean, the, the military is the same way, yep. right? You know, you know. Good so I, I don't, I, I, don't want to say that it is, it's a form of cheating because there's a lot of um, psychological things that go on with um, transgendered kids, and, and and transgender people in general. But it is not fair to um, to women specifically who are born women to compete against people who are who have higher testosterone. I mean, we can go into um, giving them, you know. Um, um, to test, you know, drugs to restrict right. the testosterone or something exactly. of that nature. Somebody but said, I should say that you should give Maria Jones her uh, medals back if you're going to do that. So here, here's the thing For about real. that. Um, <laughs> you know, it, 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 that that is that too is, I mean, because it's controversial. It's controversial, you but can't also do one now from one person, one group of people, and then segregate the other. You can't say right. you're doping because you had testosterone, this level of testosterone in your system, but then because the this um, transgender women have to have a level of five, where mm-hmm. normal biologically born women have a level of fifteen to seventeen normally, normally. So you're, but but as we talked about earlier, right. even with your reduction in hormone as a man, you still have an muscle advantage. mass. Yeah, thank you. Uh, there's a lot of different variables that go into it. Lungs, now, in, 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 yeah, in respect to Marion, I, I, I don't think that we should. No. And no. In, in my mind, she never tested positive on a drug test, though. Never. Did. No, she, she was never accused. did. She never did. But she did. But she did come out and admit that she, admitted, she did do something that wasn't. Yes. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that. she admitted it. Yeah. Yep. The admission is the same as a positive test. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. My bad. So, so I, I think in that in that respect, we can't do that no. because now, where does that precedent takes us? You know, do we go back and say, "Well, hey, Barry Bonds, hey man, like, that home run record, that's yours." So, does you know, it, because well, let me just piggyback real quick and not to interrupt you. Would it matter if it was a different sport like boxing or taekwondo? Man, cisgender, which is a biological woman, versus transgender woman. Whoa, that's deep. Okay. Yeah. They would they would kill first. They would yeah. They would kill they would. first. If you if a transgender man, i.e. woman man, to one man, the men in that sport find out that they got beat by a woman. Yeah. Or proceed the thought of being and we, we didn't get a chance that's to talk yeah, about no. the psychological <laughs> I know. impact it's, it's, it's and the scrutiny that deep. comes with that mm-hmm. too. No, really it's, not a good, it's not a good thing. I called it put them in lane nine and then let them go and then just only count one through eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, oh, wait. <laughs> wait. Virgie, say what now? You said, remember I said put them in lane nine. There's some tracks that have lane nine. Yeah. All, yeah. Yes, they do. They but you're only going to count what happens in lane one through eight. It's also like having a rabbit in the race, which is unfair. So, I, I, Earl, I'm sorry. You have to I'm tell me more about that. I'm just saying, I don't have no rabbit. I'm like, this is it would be like having rabbit. a rabbit in a race, mm-hmm. especially for sprints. Mm-hmm. So, because yep. we, I, I was a comeback. So I was like a Shikari. I would, you may be ahead of me, but you better keep going because I'm coming for you. Yeah. So it would be like that. So I would have better times if I was running from behind. But to me, I think it's just unfair. It, I think, it, like you said, if men knew that they were competing against 
a born woman, they that they they would go crazy. So do you? So let me let me get this question to you, Virgie. Do you think that unlike the NBA, NFL, NHL, that all have unions for professional sports, why can't track and field? And, and these, this is also a professional sport. Why don't you guys organize and have a union to protect you? Because why aren't the competitors, the women that are in the 400 hurdles, why aren't they saying anything about this? Hmm. What, when are they going to speak up for themselves? Because we more mad. I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm not mad, but I'm just like, that's not fair. I would never. I don't. I don't want to compete. That's why the sport has been segregated. Just like women's basketball versus men's basketball. Those are two different leagues. However, pay is different. Height is different. Uh, there's a lot of differences. That's the same. So, so should we have a union? Somebody should be sticking up for you. Like with the lady who ate the the pork. Who is going to the Supreme Court? To say that's not fair. Who is fighting on her behalf? Why do I have to pay a lawyer to well, fight for me? I, I think whatever the association of track and field, whatever that is, because I can't say it off right off the top, but I think that's who should first speak about it. But as history, we all know that women's sports, women doing anything has always taken second seat second string to anything that we've done. Like you just named off basketball, um, yeah. everything, everything, uh, every yep. soccer, everything. We barely so, get TV time. When's the last time you seen a WNBA game on TV? I don't know any man who, who's not interested in watching women in short shorts play any sport, not okay. watching women short in any shorts. Top, tight top. How, I think, I don't how think How about a that. bathing yeah. suit? A bathing suit? We are running Well, that's what they suits. wear. That's what it looks like for the, the, the football lady. The volleyball, okay, they can go naked. They just might as well <laughs> throw on. I mean, volleyball, and if they had some body to body in the ball, they would be, I mean, because you don't have Serena's playing volleyball. You, you guys, really don't. You yeah, got. But what I'm saying is that I don't, it's not about that. It's a man's world still in that era. Yeah. So it, it will take women to um, get together on their own accord. And do, and when they do that, i.e. soccer, when the young lady, the um, goalie for the American team said something, Whoa she gets ostracized. So we have to be careful. And they still don't make the money. They did all of that and still didn't make any more money right, or any right. significant amount of money, right? Right, right. So right. What, is a union going to make a statement? Right. So I think you just have to um, continue to stand up for oneself. And um, yeah, Aisha says if we had a union, the, yeah, the, union, the, the retired heads. athletes, there would be retired athletes that were taken care of. And that's the truth. Lolo Jones on. Uh, that's the, a good one. I the, like that. Yeah, that's a good one. I think yeah. that's where we really need to start. It, I it, need to be in that one. Category. Earl Jones. <laughs> Earl Jones. Get it popping. Well, remember what we said You'll the other day the is that instead of asking for money, you need to ask for stock options. Instead of asking for appearance dollars, you Dang. need to ask for stock Dang. options. Because that's where you get your legacy money. That's where you get your retirement and money And those from. endorsements. Right. So the endorsements. And endorsements. Yes. Pass me some stock. If if Le Le LeBron James imagine? had got $90 million in stock options versus Ooh. a 90 million sign-on bonus, we wouldn't be having this conversation. And I by mean, the he way. Could be do he could do 
thousands yes. of schools, that, not just the one school with thousands of students. Right. And Virgie, tell us, tell us what you do for a living and why. She was dropping knowledge on <laughs> me, and I bought Nike stock actually today. Even though I'm still mad at them for how they did Allison Felix, I'm going to go and buy stock in Athleta because that's who she and Simone she Biles is, is through because uh, Nike dropped her when she became pregnant. But tell me what you were, you were, you were really dropping a lot of knowledge in how uh, what type of knowledge would, or advice would you give financially for like oh. Shikari right now? So I'm a financial literary coach, literacy coach. So I help people understand the different ways that you can manage your money, um, maintain your, your, your money, and just make sure that you have enough without spending all of your money. So that what I'm saying in that is you can, She's going to get bonuses. Money's going to come at her. I mean, we, we can talk about Antoine Walker. We can talk about what LeBron has done. I mean, he has a team of people that are with him and are treating. I think he's probably doing the best that I can see from this side of the side of um, it. They should Google Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. And Shaquille is, is I mean, he's a he multi-income mm-hmm. producing. That, and that's the bottom line. Yes. He got a good financial team. And he got a great financial say. team. At first so that's he the first didn't. investment that they need to make is a financial team. They need everybody, mm-hmm. all of them. That you trust. And even with your high schoolers, before you get into the money realm, we need to start teaching our babies how to manage money. Hey, did you know, I didn't mean to cut everybody off, but no, go ahead. We know we know we having um they having uh where athletes can be paid now the tuition paid for and they can be uh, paid stipends and all that mm-hmm. that's the law the NCAA really no I didn't know that so as an yeah. amateur athlete in in college how how do you get this money they can profit I never... off of their image in there what they can profit, yeah. yes. Yeah. trust funds and yeah. you have to have yeah. trust funds i remember when we were coming up they had carl carl lewis didn't make any money all his money was put in trust because we were still amateurs back then okay. so he had all the endorsements he had all of that but he didn't get the money wow. he everything was entrusted until he ran his last race mm-hmm. so you and i like what someone had what you had said earlier is that that they, when you have to leave college, you write it in your contract that you have to pay for me to go back to college. A lot of the athletes, professional athletes, they pay on their own because now they're professional. They got the money to do so. But why not? If I'm going to leave college because I'm going to go pro and you're going to be my sponsor, why wouldn't I write in my contract for you to for you to pay for my college when I need to go back, whether it's two yeah. years or three years, or if I may even need four years, but that should be part of your contract. I, I thought that was brilliant. So let's close out with Earl Jones. We got one minute left, and the floor is yours, Earl. Yes. Speak to uh, EJ. Well, it's a pleasure being here with you guys here. I want to say shout out to my uh, – uh, if you guys got some guy, my kids want to race on January the 24th in Inkster. Come, come to our race here. That's me and my brother. Inkster. Uh, Inkster, shout out. It's, and, what is uh, the name of the race? It's going to be called what, Earl Jones? Uh, uh, artism. We're based on artism. You okay. know, it's a non-funding program, and we're just trying to get inner city kids to come in together and and, uh, and take it from there. And we just run and get to come meet me in here and take it from there. I got it. And Chuck, I need your information there, I'm, sir. I'm going. Yeah, listen, you just you, you give me a call and we'll 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 set something up and we'll we'll, we'll talk. Okay. We're gonna always support you. Absolutely. 
Yeah. And and I just want to close out with saying this. Caitlyn Jenner, I, uh, Earl dropped a mic last time. Last time we were on the show, you were like, hey, do you, people were asking, do you know Bruce Jenner? Bruce Jenner and Caitlyn Jenner are the same person, by the way, right. who is a, is a transgender. You know, mm-hmm. keep it, if y'all watch Keep It Up with the Kardashians, you know who Caitlyn Jenner Who's is. Who's thinking about running for mayor of California. Absolutely. Which he possibly can win. A gold, he's a gold uh, medal recipient in the yes, for decathlon. decathlon of 1976. 1976, right? So transitioned to a woman, but he got all his outside plumbing. Right. So I don't know if this is a marketing thing. I don't know if it's a pride. I don't know what the motive is. My thing is sometimes there's a motive. But even Caitlyn Jenner, and I quote, said it is not fair for transgender women to compete with biologically born women. And on that note, good night. Good night, everyone. Night. Thank you so much, V to V. We're gonna be V to V. See y'all later. We'll have you back for part three. Go emo. All right, emo. Watch them in the triple jump win in the Olympics. Love y'all. Good night. See Love you too. Good night. It was a pleasure meeting you, Earl. Same here, friend. I see you soon. <laughs> <laughs>